giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. All right. What's up? What it do? How's everybody going? You frozen? I don't. I don't know. I've been up here. I've been. How I've, you going? How you going? Are you How's flowing? Your uh, what's oh, up, yeah. everybody? Uh, you're tuned into the Drive-In Speaker Box. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, um, we're sorry. Things are weird. We're everything's just crazy and chaotic. We're covered in sleet and ice, and uh, yeah. we're gonna talk to you about movies for the next hour um, or longer. Who knows? We don't have anything else to do. So uh, I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. Um, Slick Doggy, the Grip. And uh, thanks for tuning in. So. <clears throat> here we are. Here it goes. Um, welcome, 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 welcome. So, um, yeah, McLean, two people. Yep, finally. Gotcha. Well, uh, finally. Hey, McLean, uh, there is two people. Let's try this again. We're 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 here. We're we're ready. I'm streaming on my personal Facebook account for the first time. I normally don't do this, um, but um, yeah, here we are. Um, we're, we're, we'll see who, who, who jumps in, even though I've like false started this stream like four times. Uh, I get like like a hair in my eye. My hair is so long and curly now. Uh, it's weird. You're doing that early 2000s scene kid thing. Just do uh, it with your pinky. Just yeah. depressed, dude. Um, which is facts. But anyway, uh, forgive us if the internet, uh, hiccups, I've, I've resetted the, uh, reset the router. I've resetted the router. I've been trying to get things going uh it says it's uploading but you know of course of course i come all the way out here jake comes all the way out here the frost the sleet the storm and uh and then the the the, the internet's like nah we'll let you download uploads though yeah not so, so much. cold the internet froze it did it froze in in the, in the lines underground uh in the air in the sky the internet is frozen but we're here. So, uh, yeah, it's been a while. Um, I saw some movies. We're going to talk about them. I uh, Forgive me if I'm a bit scatterbrained and distracted because, you know, it's snow day. A lot of things in, in the brain. But, um, yeah, I went and saw um, both Living and I also saw uh, Infinity Pool in theaters this weekend. I made an attempt to watch Infinity Pool, but uh, circumstances made me have to refund my ticket and not get to see it last night. And I talked to you about that. I was upset. I really wanted to see it. But... I do have a stockpile of Indian movies uh, oh to talk boy. about. I, I, I have two Tamil okay. movies, okay. and one Bollywood. And okay. I, th I thought there was a Telugu in there, and I can't remember. Well, if you can't remember, then we'll save it for next time. <laughs> but uh, anyway, well, uh, yeah, you know, we we got a lot of things to review, so we'll probably skip over just like the news portions unless there was any really really big things you wanted to mention. Uh Lisa uh, Loring. Oh, more deaths. Yeah, following the uh success of Wednesday on Netflix, unfortunately the original Wednesday Adams, uh Lisa Loring passed away on Saturday at 64, uh which coincidentally is the exact number of episodes she appeared in on the original Adams family. That's a little weird. Yeah. But 
Um, I won't talk about nobody dying. I'm tired of there people was dying. Plenty. There was a handful. I know, but um, that was the that was the uh, standout one. I it's think. been it's been a weird week. Um, a lot of people I know have been dying too, and that's like always puts me in a really funky mood. So, um, trying not to think about that. So we're gonna move on. Um, we'll talk about what's coming out in theaters this week. We'll just skip right over to that, unless you have any fun news that isn't involving people's untimely demise. No, no, there wasn't really anything. All right. Well, uh, yeah. AMC stock went up again, if that's a thing people still care about in this. I do, because I have 150 shares of it. So, oh, well, there you um, go. Yeah. Bought it when it was like 50 cents. And I'm like, okay, I like movies, and theaters are probably going to stick around, especially AMC, because it's the biggest <laughs> theater train in the country. So we'll see. Um, let's see. Movies that are coming out this weekend. Knock at the Cabin. That's probably going to be the biggest one. M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, new Joint, which I, I don't want to go into this expecting a twist. I never try to uh, watch a Shyamalan movie expecting a twist because, like, you know, let the guy make a different movie. We've covered this. We've talked about this. But he doesn't. He's made other non, uh, non-twist-related um, movies. Name he can it. do it. Um, I'd have to look at his, his IMDb profile but mm. avatar had no twist except for that it wasn't good <laughs> that, was, say, that was the twist the, the twist is you know the beloved mm. beloved property that all of you grew up with a few years ago i ruined it mm-hmm. surprise yeah. mm. well that's coming out it looks actually pretty decent i'm um i'm looking forward to seeing that in the theater uh you can you can check it out uh, very soon uh, also coming out in theater uh, another movie that I kind of want to take the twist is that the dads aren't really gay dads. They're j- it's it's a different family dynamic that you're not expecting. <laughs> yeah, surprise, not illegal, not legal in Arkansas. The the twist is that it's just a, a James Cameron movie where they're under the water and it's the underwater aliens. What is it? The abyss. The abyss. The, yeah. The twist is it's just the abyss because like we got to sacrifice someone for the aliens, otherwise the tidal wave. Whoosh. Yeah. Spoiler for Pretty the abyss. Good. Uh, so, you know, the other movie that's coming out this this week, and I kind of wanted to mention this because I like kind of, you know, having difficult conversations about movies with people and turning things uh, from a different perspective and seeing if they're still acceptable. Uh, and the, uh, I've been seeing trailers for this because I go to the movie quite a bit, and you probably have not seen a trailer for this because, I mean, uh, unless I, I doubt there's a lot of them on, on, on NFL, um, you know, Super Bowl, Sports Sunday, whatever you sports people call it but it's called 80 for brady and i've seen two of these trailers it's like a new book club movie coming out too where um all of these the you know we've got uh the 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 cast of of characters you know you've you've got sally field lily tomlin jane fonda rita moreto uh sally kirkland you know the the and and 80 for brady they're they're all talking about how they're about 80 years old you know at least one of them is 80 years old sally field that old Man, they're they're all getting pretty old, and that's that's the thing. But the disturbing thing in, in in this trailer and the book club trailer, which again, they're all like, "Yeah, we're eighty, Is this is like the horniest looking movie I've ever seen in my life? Right? Like the trailer, like literally makes fun of one of the character. The character's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I make this Tom Brady, uh, you know." pornographic fan fiction like slash fiction and they're like oh yeah and then these 80 year olds are like "Ooh, let me get on those muscles i wonder how big his ding dong is and they're like laughing about it and like we're 80 we can still get sex from these guys and i'm like whoa 
this is inappropriate, you guys. Like, we shouldn't be talking about these 80-year-old women. But everybody's like, shut up, boom operator. Let them get theirs. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what if this was a movie about, like, a bunch of 80-year-old dudes that, like, broke out of the retirement home to go try and fuck a bunch of cheerleaders at the Super Bowl? Like, there are movies like that. Where? Uh, Those are not acceptable. There's that, uh, the dirty grandpa or, or uh, nasty grandpa or Bad whatever. grandpa? Yeah. He wasn't trying to get no sex. Yeah, he was, bro. He was, but that was not even a real 80 year. That was, that was the gag. It, it was, was, uh, that was, um, uh, that was. Chick the, from uh, Parks and Rec was like super into. That's not, that's not okay. We can't make these movies. Yeah. And then uh, there's like um, uh, bucket list movies and stuff like that. Yeah, they're, they're out there. I'm going to have to look because we should not be making these movies. That's wrong. We can't, we can't celebrate this. No yeah, matter, no matter who it is. Let's, no, no. But that's the joke. No, right. no. The joke is these 80 year old women are trying to have a lot of sex on Tom Brady and uh, and it's fun for the whole family. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe just for old people. It is rated PG-13. Um, but <laughs> but yeah. And then and Vince mentions the book club uh, there. They like get pulled over by a cop and she's just like, what about your nightstick? And she's just like touching on him and stuff. And he's like, ma'am, uh, ma'am, please don't. She's like, are you a stripper? And uh, and I'm like, what the hell? We can't be making these movies about old people trying to sex on the youngins. Like, that's not right. Uh, Tyler asked who sat in a room and pitched 80 for Brady. Uh, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, <laughs> Sally Field. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, here's the, the Shyamalan twist. It was Tom Brady. It was He's Tom like, Brady. Listen, Giselle's out of the picture. I have an idea. Get Leslie Thompson on the phone. Let's or Lily Tomlin on the phone. Let's do it. Let's let's get him in the studio. Lily Tomlin's gay. I I know, but she's hilarious. That's true. She's very. Funny. She is so funny. Um, one of my favorite movies she's ever was ever in was in um oh it was the. Uh, I'm having trouble thinking of it. The, the, the uh, shit. I can't believe I've, I've, I've Beverly Hillbillies. No, it no, it wasn't Beverly Hillbillies. She's in that, and it it's was, very good. Hang on, it's gonna make me so mad. She was like the a, an existential detective in that movie. Um, it was uh, I Heart Huckabees. That's what it was. Yeah. I Heart Huckabees has a really good uh, film score. Um, I think it's John Brion did that score, and it's really really good. I Heart Huckabees, fantastic movie. Um. Anyway, that's that's coming out this weekend. Um, and, and tell your grandma. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's this trailer is just super weird. You know, it's like Spring Breakers, but with geriatric people having to have like trying to have sex with twenty year olds, and it's just. I thought we were past that. You know, I guess Tom Brady's almost forty, so someone half their age. Uh, he has to be older than that. I was like 40, 41, like which was pretty old for. Super Bowl, right? Or maybe I don't know. I don't sports. I don't. Yeah, you got me on that. I don't know foosball. Let's see. I can. I can. Click I know a, about I can as click much. A button. I know about as much about foosball as as Bobby Boucher. Okay, mom. so he was born in 1977. So that makes him like what, like 45 or something. 46. I don't know. I'm not gonna math in my head yeah. real quick. Um, <clears throat> four. Anyway, too old to be playing the sports balls. You know what I'm saying? It's all rigged, but. Uh, those movies are coming out in theaters this weekend. Um, the rest are going to be kind of small, limited release. You might get Sword Art Online, the movie, in a theater near you. That's coming out in kind of limited uh, release. You, you know what we have at our local theaters? We've had it for like the last two weeks. Uh, that time I was reincarnated as, as a, a slime. slime. Yeah, that is. Which 
it's is crazy that it made it to the anime stage, mm-hmm. let alone being a movie and then sent to the United States and being released as a subtitled movie. Yeah. The, Pretty wild. The weebs are have more access to the things that they want than ever before. Anybody. It's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. You know, back when anime was a thing that you didn't tell people that you watched and you were ashamed of it and you only watched it in, in the confines of your own room. Uh, and and that was the only way that it was acceptable because you don't just tell people that you're into weeb shit. But back then, there's no way that anything like this would have existed. No, you could never go to the theater. You would have had to have find it, the download on. It was rare to see like when when I remember when um, Spirited Away or, or Princess Mononoke hit theaters. It was like what? Yeah. And now that's pretty commonplace. Yeah, like Howl's Moving Castle. Like yeah. I was the only one in the theater watching that kind of thing. So even like the big Ghibli stuff that's super beloved by everybody, but let alone some weird niche doujinshi friggin' thing turned into anime for massive weebs. So super weird. Good for you, weebs. You get, you get everything good for you. you. Good for you. Me? Dude. Says the guy who's watched every episode of One Piece. No, I have not. I have uh, how many thousands of episodes of One Piece have you watched? Uh, not even a thousand. I, I've only got to the end of Zoe and the beginning of Whole Cake. I don't even know what that means. Uh, it means I'm like halfway through. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, anyway, um, Sword Out Online is probably coming. It'll probably be here in Northwest Arkansas because for those of you that maybe are tuned in on on the Facebook stream and aren't familiar with the show, we talk about movies or derp. Um, and we are streaming live for those of you that are listening to the podcast, the audio version of this podcast. You can tune in live every Monday night. This is Monday night. It's normally at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, but we are early because of inclement weather. But you can check us out on the live stream. Participate in this chat that we keep referencing on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, Dina says the manga section of the bookstore is never as large as it is now. We now nearly cry with every shipment because there's no space left. Dude, I remember, like, I remember, yeah, you, you, you could not find... Um, any manga in anywhere. B. Dalton was the place that had like uh, four bookshelves, and it wrapped. It had like four, and then two, so it was like six of the of the slats, so one row and a half. And everyone's like, "Whoa, massive selection!" Uh, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Oh, this weekend, uh, talking about movies uh, that you can uh, go watch though. That's not on your list. February second and third. Groundhog's Day in the movie theater again Fathom event uh, so that will probably be a good one they seem to do that pretty regularly uh, Groundhog's the Groundhog Day, Day. yeah because so that every year you can feel like you're doing it again yeah which is a great movie it never seems to get old um, I think that's the point so uh, yeah, those are those are your movies that are coming out in theaters this weekend. You can check them out. There's a lot of lot of indie films out there. A lot of limited release movies in the theater right now. Um, you know, as as Oscar nominees have been announced, then this happens every year because January February tend to be pretty slow in the theaters, and then everybody uh, mentions the Oscar noms, and then everybody that 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 listen to guys like us say you should see this movie and you should see this movie, and they go, no, I've never heard of it, and then the Academy Award list comes out and they go oh i'd really like to see that and then um then it's in theaters and you can see it so uh that's why living's in theaters right now that's why um some of these smaller indie films are hitting theaters you can you can check them out because i know you won't listen to anybody but a big big review you got to have somebody force feed you these decisions they've also brought some of the ones that already had their theatrical run back to do it again for that award season 
ticket boost. Yep, yep, yep. So you can check those out in theaters. A um, lot of stuff playing here in Northwest Arkansas. That was something that I did want to mention for, for everybody. You know, I was having this, literally having this conversation. I think I have this conversation about once a month. And somebody comes up to me, you know, because Northwest Arkansas is a very unique place. And we got a, we have a lot of, you know, interesting amenities and entertainment options in this um, area. Our metro is still less, it's not even a million people, not even a half million people, just barely over a half million people. And we have a lot of stuff at our disposal. And everyone's like, we need an indie theater. We need an Alamone Raft House. We need, an in- we need more indie movies. I was like, we have them. We already have them and you don't watch them. How do you think and- I watch all these Indian movie. Yeah, you know, we have them all the time. Uh, shout outs, uh, Adam and Tyler over in uh, on YouTube. Uh, Tyler says, no love for Nope. Thought it would get cinematography nod. Um, you know, I don't want to I don't want to turn this into an Oscars episode, but I want I'll break down. I usually have a perfect, perfect score almost every year on Oscar picks because it's incredibly predictable. Um, it is not based anymore. It's not based on any measure of content. It's based on strategic um, uh, nominations and strategic award givings because we have to make everyone happy now. And if you, um, they're, they're so afraid of getting put on blast for snubs that, uh, that, that, you know, it's so predictable. It's not even funny, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. But anyway, the conversation always tends to be, we have access to these things in Northwest Arkansas and people are not seeing them. Our AMC is currently showing like four, uh, indie movies. There's a there's a, a Hindi film playing there. There is um, Infinity Pools playing there. Living is playing there, and I think one other um, uh, that, that oh that Christian movie um, that, that that just came out that is not. It's only like in you know less than two thousand. The one that has like the super rad movie poster. Well, it says something about Antichrist on it, and the yeah. guy. Yeah, the dude at the concession stand. Really nice dude at the AMC. Um, they, you know, they, they, they know who I am at this point. And he's like, well, what are you seeing this week? And I was like, well, I'm going to go see Infinity Pools. Like, oh man, it looks really crazy. And he was talking about, I love horror movies. And he's like, oh, and there's the Antichrist movie. And I was like, bro, that is not a horror movie, dog. You, that is a bait and switch. You're going to go in there thinking you're going to get something scary. And the scary part is it's going to try and uh, get you to pray. So, uh, I'm trying to look up what it is because every time I scroll past the poster, I'm like, that looks sick. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. Um, uh, oh, geez. Okay. It's not there anymore. It was just brought to my attention that the internet is still being shitty. So, um, should we even keep doing this? Uh, let's see. I'll have to stop. And I mean, it says we're getting some decent upload. That's better than where we were before we started. But I, there's not a whole lot I can do about it. Um, let's see here. I mean, it says we're getting... He says it's fine now. But yeah, the Facebook the Facebook stream is just not happening over here. Um, I'm just... I, you know what? I'm not... I'm going to... I'm not even going to fuck with Facebook. I'm... Well, it's... Uh, I hate the internet. All right. I'm sorry, Facebook viewers. All right, Facebook viewers. I'm about to cut you off. You can move to Twitch or YouTube, but um, we're done. So, bye. Um, there we go. That one that we were just talking about is no longer at either of our local theaters. What? I'm so distracted by internet the, now. The, the Antichrist whatever one. Oh, it's not in theaters no, anymore? No, both of our theaters dropped it. You just came back in bed. Now it's perfect. Uh, okay. 
Okay, I kill I killed Facebook, so it's just Twitch now. For those of you that are still with us, um, sorry, Facebook. Nobody. Uh, that was like my fourth attempt to Facebook. I need to I need to delete these streams. I don't like having them out here, so I'm gonna go and delete these videos. Uh, give me a second to. Jake, you say things while I do this. Me say things. Uh, well, I mean, I, what, what were we talking about? Movies that are coming out. Yeah, I, indie I think, films. I think that 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 covers it. Uh, I mean, we have f- how many movies to talk about? Uh, I got. I've got two at least. Three. Not Ashley said they backed out and came back in. It's working better. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the stuff like this throws you off, man. I don't know uh, where we're where where to go. Jake should go outside and jiggle the antenna. There's not an antenna. Okay, I have deleted any sort of memory on Facebook that this stream ever happened. So uh, there was like three different posts. Because every time the uh, it hiccups on Facebook, it like stops and makes another clip. It'll be sucks. one of those things where... Uh, everyone's like, oh, you remember that one? Like, yeah, and then they can't find any evidence of it. So we just created like a Hadron Collider timeline split. Yeah, yeah, so. we just gaslit Facebook really hard. And yeah. Everyone's going to be like, oh, I'm going well, crazy. I don't remember. It was, it was Bernstein timeline. Um, okay. Paywall to get rid of ads when I back out and come back in on Twitch? Uh, I don't know. I, just, I don't know either. Do subscribers have to sit through ads? Is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe Twitch didn't always have ads. Now they do, and I don't. Yeah, know what the deal with that is. Oh, you know what? What? Uh, today is the last day uh, for Movie the pass. Domestica courses. Uh, those ones. So if you want to learn how to do podcast, or how about art you learn to do podcasts? Like that. I know how to do podcasts <laughs> because I don't have the ten dollars to spend on these things. Oh, hang on a second. Let me just reach <laughs> in the wallet yeah. here, and uh, here but, is. No, so th- so, some money oh nice and uh there we go no Problem so, solved so there's those domestica courses and uh 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 um yeah i don't i don't if you if you want to learn how to be a be a uh, a podcast person a like jake doesn't person. want to be um you can uh, yeah i'm just making thanks, it rain Logan. thanks for the sub log well, anyway okay movies we need to talk about them um I can go for one because I've had one that I've been holding on to for a couple of weeks. Okay, you go. Yeah, go and for it. In our uh, audio only Discord week, uh, where it was, where it's just just the two, just two of us in there. Uh, <laughs> just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a Netflix release, but it was a, an it was a Indian movie, a Tamil movie uh, called Gatakusti, and it is about a woman who is a wrestler and wrestling is her passion and she's very good at it uh and she did that because her uncle wanted to be one he took her to all the lessons and she just um absorbed all of it and and then became like this like killer wrestler but her family wants her to marry and all of her prospective uh suitors their families are thrown off because she's short-haired and and beefed out and she's a wrestler and and everything like that and so no one wants her and this guy finally 
he comes around and he gets convinced by her uncle that she's really like a girly girl that he's looking for. And uh, they they marry and she tries to hide that she's this wrestler until eventually these guys in this town that he lives in are trying to like beat him up, rough him up and like kill him. And then she thumps him in front of everyone. And her like weave gets yanked out and exposes that she has like this short hair and she like suplexes this dude to death. And uh, then she becomes the hero of the town and it just totally emasculates this dude. And uh, it, it eventually gets to this point where he's like, you know what? I'm going to wrestle her and show the world that I can beat her. And he goes to wrestling. Well, that's not nice. Wrestling class. Well, and then eventually. Wait to say thank you. Eventually, the moral of the story is. Uh, he gets his ass beat again. No. Uh, they learn to a- accept one another and, and then. It's the friends they made along the way. Have a happy marriage and all that stuff because there's this other, this villainous guy. Wait, they got married? Yeah. They, well, it's India. They, it was like an arranged thing. Their families oh, are gotcha. arranged that they like presented them and they're like, here's what this can, this person can give to your family and here's the benefit to your family and let's make this happen and all that stuff. Uh, it's actually a really, really good movie. Uh, it's comedic. It has action. Um, not as many dance numbers in it and things. So Not even if, like wrestling dance numbers? No, that would have been cool. Yeah, um, cool. So if... if uh, the the musical numbers are the part that throw you off about Indian films. Not as many in this one. Uh, you kind of need them to give a, a break from the three hour long runtime. Well, and are. I was explaining this to someone just the other day. It gives you a lot of story without having to go through the exposition, the dialogue of like setting things up and people ex- explaining things and then having to. Uh, you know, set things up. Instead you have music and they switch scenes and they do all this dancing and, and like the lyrics tell you what's happening and they can do like a montage scene and it, and it makes things work, uh, move quicker and you get more movie out of it. Actually, I, I really enjoy the pacing of Indian movies and they're set up really well and you get a lot of story in that time. And, uh, the three hours never seems like it's three hours. That means you're having a good time. Time flies. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Gata Kusti is out there. Um, I mean, give it a watch. It's on Netflix. So you don't. You don't have to go anywhere and do it. That's right. Perfect for a snow day. Well, uh, I will talk next about uh, living because um, I'll probably have a lot to say about Infinity Pool, um, but living is uh, the new film that uh, it's PG-13. It's from director Oliver Hermanus, and it stars Bill Nye and uh, Amy Lou Wood. And there's some supporting cast, uh, Alex Sharp, and then a couple other people that only get a, a few lines in. But this movie, um, of course, getting a little bit of, you know, um, circulation right now because Oscar season and indie films tend to do that. But... Uh, it's kind of a, it's, 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 it's a weird movie. It's like a, it's a sleeper movie, you know, and I say that in a good way. This movie is one of those, it's just a story. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting story driven film that there's no superpowers. There's no, um, magical moments. It's not even really a happy ending. Uh, it's just a story about this guy. And he was this man who had gotten himself kind of in a, paper-pushing, bureaucratic, kind of Vogon-style job in London in the 1950s, early 1950s, and he is approaching, you know, he's getting old, and he's like the head of his department in this state house building, he works for Public Works, you know, 
And the whole the beginning of the movie is these three ladies that that come in and are trying to get some paperwork done because they're wanting to build this park. And then of course it's like, oh well, you need to go down to uh, da da and services and get this uh, triplicate and blah blah blah. And these ladies, these poor ladies, this new guy's on this team, and he's kind of you're vicariously looking through this lens of this new guy. Um, and you you see just how dull, dark, and bureaucratic this life is. And then he discovers that he has got cancer. Uh, he and he has like you know uh, less than six months to live, and he's kind of shook by it. And he doesn't know how to tell his son. He doesn't know how to to tell his uh, coworkers. And he kind of just slips off the radar for a minute, takes a leave of absence from work, and kind of it's the story of him discovering a. a, a a passion for life at the end of his life and wanting to not waste the last moments of his life. And he doesn't do anything amazing. He doesn't do anything magical. Um, it, it's not like he changes London forever based on a true story. Uh, it's just kind of this beautiful story of Bill Nye having an incredibly heartfelt performance because he is just... A, a joy to watch on screen you know it's 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 happy it's sad it it's definitely a movie about like kind of appreciating the small things and not letting yourself get caught up in a rut so long that you can you look back and you realize that your life is gone and you cannot get it back and um so it's it's kind of sad in that respect and it's kind of sad in all respects but it, it has a positive message at the end. And I do not recommend this movie for your average filmgoer. You know, don't take a date to see this movie. Uh, don't take your parents to see this movie. Or maybe tell your parents to go see this movie. But don't go see it with them because it's kind of awkward. You know, it's about death of your parents. and um, But it's a really good movie. It's Bill Nye. It's sweet. It's heartfelt. I may have teared up three times um but it 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 and, it and that could be circumstantial uh i don't know but god bill nye is good to watch well in in a way too uh this is a um you know i guess a remake but not like a remake based on um a movie by one of our favorite directors akira kurosawa it's it's a, a remake of ikiru Oh yeah, very very big but ikiru vibes it's 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 based on the play written by someone who wrote a play based on Akiru. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Akiru was based on like old Russian thing from well, the 1800s. And the thing is, is this is a timeless story. This can, you know, that's what I think makes this performance and makes this film work so well is granted it takes place in the 50s, but it is something, it, it is a tale that could take place at any given time and in any given country and, um, and still have the same powerful effect on the way you look at life. And that's what makes movies like this so good is you can... No one can sit and watch this movie and it not have some sort of impact in their reality. And and I love movies like that. And it's why one of the reasons I kind of went and saw it by myself is because you know it's not like a fun movie, but it is a great movie. Um, so yeah, check that check that one out if you wanna if you wanna feel you know <coughs> smart or whatever for a second. Watch this movie because it's 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 not like heady or artsy, but it is a it's it's not a fucking Marvel movie. So. Um, that's a breath of fresh air. Uh, we found out in the Discord that MCU is love and MCU is life. 
if you've ever seen the Shrek video. If you haven't, don't. I have not seen the Shrek video. Don't. Yeah, don't do that to yourself. Vince says, is there the ending where they uh, have the doctor said they mix the results at the end? I love movies that have the guts not to do that. Oh, no, he straight up dies in this movie. He, he dies. Uh, he dies in the trailer. Um, so, you know, he's a dead man. Uh, there's, there's no getting, there's no escape in the Grim Reaper, sir. And, uh, but it's again, has a little bit of, you know, his death needed to galvanize certain people on screen to, you know, make the, make his life meaningful, you know? So yeah, I don't want to spoil too much about it. Um, it's not like there's any like cliffhanging endings, but it's just really, it's just the story about a guy and the people around him that may have forgotten how important life is. And, um, yeah, living. You can check it out in theaters. All right, let's hit us with another Hindi film, Jake. What, what, what's the I next I saw one? one Hindi film. I want to save it for last because it was the most recent one. But I will talk about another uh, Tamil movie, Vira Simha Reddy. Um, as I told our uh, Discord members uh, the other day, when I looked for a movie to watch last week, there was like four choices and I had a very hard time picking which one. Uh, and it came down to like the two and they were like the two action ones, uh, kind of a thing. And I went and picked, uh, Vira Simha ready. And I'm so glad that I did because it was sick. Um, Vira Simha Reddy, it's another Tamil movie. How do you spell ready? Is it like R E D D Y? Okay, so it's it's like a really common. It's not last English name. ready. It's their ready. Yeah, Got yeah, it. yeah. Okay. Ready is like a last, a common last name that like a I was lot thinking of like people have. Like Ready Player have. One, but it's like Ready Vahashnani or whatever. And, no, um, yeah, actually, like in some of these, the good guys and bad guys will both have the last name Ready, and so they just refer to everyone as like their name, like their full name to differentiate ah. uh, people and everything like that. But uh, Vira Simha Reddy is. The so ridiculous uh but so good and it does the like the thing that so many indian movies do where there's like the the jump back in time so it starts forward and then it jumps back and then it brings you back to the to the present and the and hilarious aging and de-aging of characters was, not yeah. aging or de-aging they just straight up that's the best part so at the beginning of the movie they, every time they introduce this like evil white guy and he goes into this restaurant and you don't know he's evil and he's like wow this is, place is great and he's like can i try your food and people are like oh yeah please and he sticks his hands in there because they don't use utensils and he just eats them and he's like yeah these these like uh, chicken like balls he's like all this curry stuff is so good where's the owner and they're like well she's right here and she's like oh you want to talk to me and everything and he's like yeah your restaurant's so good sell it to me and she's like oh no i won't be doing that he's like cool snaps his fingers and everyone just comes in and just starts busting the place up and then he like slaps her he like slaps this lady and he's like you're gonna sell to me meet me at this place my business tower and get ready to sell otherwise you're done you're done and she's like oh oh right and and then like next thing you know she shows up at his tower and she's like guess what boy i ain't selling shit and she flicks like a folder on his desk and he opens it up and it's just all these cat scans and she's like those are the brains of the dudes that you had beat up my restaurant. My my son beat the hell out of him. That dude ain't even gonna live till today or till tomorrow. And he's like, what? It does sound like Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. And so then she's like, you might have your your friends and the guys that work for you, but I have my son. And then it just goes to this dude, and he's thirty years older than this lady, <laughs> right? And he's on this uh, party boat, and he just beats the hell out of everybody. 
and then he shows up in the in the tower when she gets done telling him that he had just beat the hell out of everybody and he's, he's like what's up mom and the dude's like 30 35 years older than this lady she has like the little gray in her hair and he's obviously had all the gray trying tried to take out of his hair right and i'm i'm sitting there in this movie and i'm just like why the hell is this old dude this lady's kid it makes no sense but then it introduces the girl that will become his love interest she's in her 20s right this is a man in his like 60s uh maybe 70s and then the the love interest is like a girl in her 20s and they try what is to, this 80 for brady yeah they try to show that they try to say that they're like the same age right and uh she eventually his mom's like you need to marry this girl she's so pretty and 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 talented and all this stuff you should you should marry her and he's like you know what mom i think you're right and she's like well come meet my parents my parents want to meet your parents and he goes well i don't have the heart to tell them that my dad's dead and she goes but son your dad isn't dead i never told you because you didn't ask and he goes and then it does the transport back in time and she's just like your dad is the ultimate badass. And then the whole rest of the movie is Vira Simha Reddy, the most badass dude in Tamil Nadu, just beating the hell out of anyone who would dish with his village. And everyone in his village is like, this man is God, and they praise him, and he oversees all their weddings and blessings and stuff. And uh, there's this other main bad guy who's trying to kill... Uh, Vita seem already all the time and always loses and it turns out he's been trying to do this for over 20 years Sato on a beach just chopping at that log yeah it's like it's like 20 25 years or more he's been trying to kill this dude and it turns out it's because his wife won't uh, lay with him until he kills Vera Seem already. So he's just so frustrated and just like and backed up, raged out on yeah. blue balls. Yeah, just so hard. And he tries to kill Vera Seem already and can't. But Vera Seem already is played by the same dude that plays his son. So they 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 don't do a de aging effect. They do like they they just don't dye his hair and it's like oh that's <laughs> why is. that's why he's so much older than his mom and his mom plays Vida Simha Reddy's you know ob- obviously his love interest and they just take the gray out of her hair and they're like oh here she is normal and she's like attractive lady you know and uh it it's the best action movie I've 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 seen in a very long time the whole thing it turns out if you want the spoilers about it which really just adds to it and it's not going to ruin it I feel like I've it's, watched the whole movie. It's his half-sister that's the wife of the evil guy because the boy that she wanted to marry killed himself after he like got drunk and shot someone and Vidasim already slapped him in front of the whole village and she's like, I'll never forgive you for him killing himself but it turns out her husband guy is the one that killed him and when she came and she's like, I want to marry you because that's what's going to make Vidasim already hate everything and I'm going to get back at him and stuff. It's the most crazy movie of like familial ties and 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 strife and conflict uh and at the end Virasim Haredi and his son are both like badass fighting dudes gonna fight for the village uh it's sick it is so good I cannot tell you how much I liked this movie I ended up being the only one in this theater and I had a blast. Uh, I was able to uh, get as into it as I wanted to. Uh, it is like a three-hour movie. I had. I bet when it when it said intermission, I had to like sprint uh, 
to go pee. Uh, yeah, relieve myself. And uh, there was one music number towards the end of the movie where I had to. I was like, oh, music, good. And I ran out and like took a leak. Um, Two but, leaks in the same movie. It's a Dang, long movie. It's a long movie. But it's good. It's very good. I I can't stress enough how much I enjoyed Vida Simha Ready and want all of you uh to go watch it if you can uh it was a blast i i really liked it well i i'm not gonna have that excited of a review for my next movie despite the fact that i absolutely loved it um but yeah is vrc my ready still playing in theaters here or uh i hope so it was only showing at the pinnacle hills location oh okay gotcha yeah they do show a lot of um we we have like four theaters in our area that that will get Indian movies mm-hmm. uh, quite often. Uh, Rogers, the two locations in Rogers usually get them the most. Pinnacle and then Rogers Town Cinema. And we, to a lesser extent, we get them at the uh, Malco here in town and the AMC Theater. But all of them right now have the next movie that I'm going to talk about, which is Patan. Okay. Well, uh, I'll jump in and talk about Infinity Pool here. Uh, that's the other movie that I saw this weekend, which is currently playing at our local AMC theater, probably for this weekend, and that's it. But if you've not read or seen posters or heard about Infinity Pool, it is the new film from Brandon Cronenberg. That's right, David Cronenberg's son. Uh, he was uh, the director of Antiviral and Possessor. Uh, a lot of people um, have heard about Possessor because it came out a couple of years ago. Uh, Antiviral, not like that was in 2012, but hasn't done a whole lot of films. Um, but this one managed to get a pretty star-studded cast. You've got Alexander Skarsgård in the lead, Mia Goth in the co-lead, and then a lot of supporting uh, actors that, that 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 really go go all out in this film. But it had but, a lot of internet talk too because it was apparently a very real struggle for them to have this. Uh, rated in theaters. under NC-17. So when it premiered at Sundance, uh, it, it had an NC-17 rating, and I can definitely see why. Um, you know, there are a lot of jump cuts, a lot of quick um, montage uh, definitely seizure warning inducing scenes. So there are signs out there uh, for that. But, you know, I re- going into this movie... I the only other people in the theater were in a row in front of me and it was all a bunch of frat guys right and and I as soon as I sat down I was like these guys are going to absolutely hate this movie um and I just knew I had I mean it hadn't even started yet and <clears throat> And let's see. Uh, let's see. Tyler says, "Glad you liked Infinity Pool. I kept waiting for it to do something more interesting. Kind of wasted the cool plot mechanics for me." And I'll cover that. I'll cover that a little bit here in just a second. But um, and maybe I got so much enjoyment out of this movie because the guys in front of me got so much displeasure out of this movie. And and I the, the Schadenfreude of a bunch of frat guys like watching Alexander Skargar like get tugged off to completion and his semen hitting the rocks and being on camera and they were just like oh oh dude no nah, man oh no dude there's so oh, that semen bro and I'm having with my, my homies oh god you know and they were just uncomfortable from that moment Is that how the forward. clones are made yeah they're like oh <laughs> is that how the clones are made must be oh, okay um but anyway you know uh this movie is not a horror movie. It is billed as a horror movie. The trailer makes you think it is a horror movie. This is a science fiction film. This is an art house science fiction film. 
that is also a horror film, right? And it's horror in the sense that it has graphic scenes. This movie is not scary. Um, this movie is... <laughs> oh, Tyler, with the with the YouTube comment, what's a little semen between homies? Which is very much this movie. Um, you know, so because his last name's Cronenberg, you know, I think, I think Brandon Cronenberg realizes that he has a legacy to fulfill you know embrace the weird his dad is responsible for some of well basically the the genre of body horror as we know it was kind of defined by his father you know you've got movies like the fly and videodrome and like all this kind of stuff existence most recently um crimes of the future scanners the crimes of the future remake because you got both versions that's right and you know so big shoes to fill and I think that after a couple of his other uh, films, you know, um, uh, especially Antiviral, and, and then he, he, he got a little bit of accolade for Possessor for kind of leaning into the body horror genre. He's like, well, let's just go all in. And Mia Goth stepping up to the plate, you know, both Mia Goth and Alexander Skarsgård are not afraid to do horror, are not afraid to do a lot of different things. And um, Alexander Skarsgård has an incredibly wide range. Mia Goth, we have yet to really see her wide range, but she is so great at what she is typecast to do, which is creepy chick, super creepy chick, and she nails it. And what this movie is about is it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain because this movie is about Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, he is a, um, a writer who's experiencing writer's block. He's on vacation with his uh, wife, M, played by Cleopatra Coleman. And they go to this, like, remote island resort, whatever, in this kind of what looks like a Croatian country. And they are vacationing, okay? And this, this, this resort, he's trying to find inspiration at this island. And it's kind of leading to look like a Virgin Cruise level boringness of like, okay, there's just a bunch of like rich white people here, some other ethnic people here. There's it's just a bunch of rich douchebags here. And why did we pick this to um, come? But then Mia, Mia Goth kind of comes on the scene and she approaches Alexander Skarsgård and is like, oh, you're this writer I've heard of. I loved your book. And he's like, whoa, because, you know, he didn't think anybody liked his book. It got all these bad reviews and. He's like he's inspired in Mia Goth's kind of hot, even though she has the weird eyebrows that, whatever. What eyebrows? Exactly. And uh, so she kind he's kind of enamored by Mia Goth, and he he follows her. They go to dinner, and they like oh let's go let's go outside the resort. Uh, Mia Goth's husband entices them to all four go on this this journey out beyond the resort, which is a big no no because the resort is like you know, in this country that's dangerous. And like, you don't leave the resort, you stay in the resort. The the laws, they're really strict on the laws here. You don't want to get caught out there. They go and they get caught out there. They're driving around, getting drunk, having a bonfire, having a great time, getting tugged off, whatever. It's, it's, it's a party, you guys. What's a little semen between friends? And then Alexander Skarsgård uh, accidentally hits a pedestrian and in the road and kills him. And they're like, oh, shit what do we do we're in another country they said the laws are strict we're gonna get in trouble we gotta get out of here Skarsgård's freaking out his wife's freaking out um you know and Mia Goth is just like shut the fuck up we're going get in the car I've got a I've been here we've done this let's get out of here <clears throat> they get back to the resort she's killed someone in that country before she's like well we've been you know we've been to this country she's like we travel here every year and um 
And, well, I'll get to that later. Anyway, so they get back to the hotel. Everything seems fine. The police show up at the hotel room and they're like, boom, boom, boom. Mr. Mr. Skarsgård, you're coming with me. He's... He's freaking out. And what makes Alex Skarsgård, uh, Alexander Skarsgård, let's just call him Alex. I don't want to say that name a hundred times. Alex, uh, the range of this guy who's normally, he's a big, intimidating, like physically imposing dude, but he is able to shrink himself down into such a non-threatening, helpless character in a lot of ways and his eyes he, he was cast for his eyes he has some of the most expressive eyes in this movie that you know from scenes of complete and sheer terror to wonderment to you know um, envy to lust you see all of these different emotions in just his eyes because there's a lot of situations where he can't speak and uh, they drag him off and here's where it gets really weird the punishment for all crimes in this country is death. Um, they're really conservative, and they're like, all right, well, you're going to die. He's freaking out. He is freaking out so hard. But they're like, well, you're rich, so uh, here's the deal. Here's some paperwork. Give us a bunch of money, and we'll make a clone of you. And then we'll kill the clone, and everybody's going to be happy. You get to roll out. Uh, we get to we get to you know have our death penalty. We have the technology. You may have not have heard about it, but um, we can do it. We can clone you. Don't worry about it. We're going to kill you. Everybody, you'll go back to the resort, whatever. But here's the deal. you got to watch us kill you. And they sit him in a room, and he watches himself get executed brutally. And so not only was that very jarring, but the cloning process was very jarring. He comes out of this with a different look on life. Cue Mia Goth and her weird ragtag bunch of eyes wide shut cronies that are flatlining, like the movie Flatliners, addicted to this sort of death and rebirth, right? And so that's as far as I'm going to start explaining the plot of this movie. Because then the movie is about death and rebirth. It is about attachments to the the world it is about being re- the idea of what if kind of like in altered carbon if you guys watched altered carbon where it's like okay what if they invented this technology where you could replace yourself your conscience in a different body so rich people can afford it but they're like okay well they're going to grow a new body in a lab and they're going to just stick their conscience in a new young body and continue to be immortal but what happens when rich people do that well they become bigger and bigger douchebags you know and it's like the longer you live, the you know the the more ennui sets in, and if there's no repercussions to your actions, the more horrible of a person you become. Like and, uh, in time, where <clears throat> if you can afford to buy time, you can live forever. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Vince, let me let me backtrack in some of the comments. I love his fearless choice of roles. Agreed. Uh, at a time, I thought he was just going to be a dumb blonde, a true blood guy. Eric the Viking was pretty awesome, though. Um, Vince says, I'm sensing a theme on both movies this week. Yes, I know. I've been in a great mood. Um, so, you know, what happens here is a very, very unusual journey with Alexander Skarsgård being both addicted to the sort of romantic idea of living forever and the visceral pleasures that come with it you know there's sex there's drugs there's rock and roll there's all that there's Mia Goth there's her crony of rich people that are just like dude we party we do this we watch ourselves die we don't give a shit we're immortals and we're you know we're Highlanders you know we can do anything and and 
you know, that sort of, again, going back to eyes wide shut, that's where the masks come in. They go, they get up to no good. There's big orgy scenes. There's all this kind of crazy sex shit and drugs. And they become like really religious about it. And it deals with a lot of these weird undertones of, well, you know, what is religion now that you're immortal? You know, what is punishment now that you have no, uh, it doesn't happen to you? What is, what, what, what is your life after this? And then Alexander Starsgar has to choose between his life with his wife or following down this path, and he can't do it. And so now with the secret of what these people come, they've, they've kind of turned him into a plaything. And he is not just a participant, but also a victim of these people who have been doing it longer than him. He is now a a thing for them to enjoy. And it gets darker and weirder and headier and more insane um, as he starts to become insane and tries to escape. And uh, it's very strange. And, uh, you know, there are people that want the idea to go farther, but I think that's our job. You know, our job as a person who watches this movie and and watches the escape and, and, and watches the end of this film, you know, it's like, what do we take out of this? And because uh, there's a lot of weird symbolism and, you know, it could have gotten deeper and gotten weirder, but I don't think that would have made the movie more enjoyable. I think it might have been a little less enjoyable. And if it had gotten just more weird for weird sake, then it would have turned into like some Lars von Trier nonsense. And I, I, I felt that it was pretty well balanced for what it was trying to do. And believe you me, when the credits rolled and every one of those frat dudes were like, dude, that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen, bro, man. Oh, God, let's go watch football, dude. Oh, I hate this. Oh, God. Can't even believe you touched my elbow when I saw that wiener on screen, dude. God, let's, i got to go home and take a shower and, uh, and, and, and have sex with my girlfriend and squeeze a titty. And, like, you know, they were just so unhappy about having to sit through that movie because there is a, a scene towards the end that is very much about Mia Goth's character trying to program uh, uh, Alexander Skarsgård and have this this rebirth of finding the new person inside of him, and she wants to be responsible for that. And then she, like, whips out this tit that's like covered in blood and Alexander Scars she like cradles him as he's having this insane like crumbling freak out moment out after he had just had to beat the shit out of himself and uh and she's like no it's okay baby and he just starts suckling that teat that bloody teat and uh it, it's just so visceral and weird but not weird it's 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 very metaphorical and it makes a lot of sense in the moment if you're paying attention and dude the guys in front of me were not having it they were just even though they all probably want to they have edible complexes a lot of them but um so which one was weirder this one or barbarian oh this one all day (laughs) all day because again that the, the the big monster tit in barbarian was showing that the the barbarian character was in fact a victim and not necessarily trying to kill and torture these people but just doing the only thing that she knew how to do and so in that there was a horror in that that was interesting subtext uh that if you kind of want to peel back the layers this is a a very different tit you know uh (laughs) so uh different different milk anyway anyway uh, as Night Alishly said, I'm sure their porn is much worse. Yeah, but they're not watching it there with their friends. So, um, 
yeah, it's a weird movie, a lot to unpack. Um, is it for everyone? Absolutely not. Um, did I really enjoy it? Yes. Did it do some things wrong? 100%. I felt like, and probably Tyler will agree with me, um, that I felt like it got a little lost in, you know, really trying to explore the ideas that it was trying to explore. I mean, obviously it's dealing with caste, it's dealing with, um, laws and dealing with, uh, privilege and 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 immortality and um, all of those things, but it gets kind of caught in the. We still have to be a horror movie, and we still. My last name's Cronenberg, and we still have to make this shocking to get people in the seats. So I feel like <clears throat> for what they did, it. I I enjoyed it. I think it stuck as much of a landing as it was going to stick doing what it needed to do to get those frat guys in the seats because that's what that movie needed to do it needed to get those in the get, get their money they didn't have to like it but they did go see it so um as Tyler says I got the point of it really quickly and then you had to see yeah I mean the story is obviously there like you know it's about uh I mean if you watched Altered Carbon you you get the idea like um, like the next hour is just the freak out factor kind of thing. It's it's the the, the descent into madness. It's the, the you know the 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 his crew kind of turning on him and 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 him being you know switching from being a participant to the victim and that did take a little long. So um, you know the 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 novum, if you will, if you want to use like a literary term of this of a science fiction. Uh, story. The novum is the idea that the author is playing with to make us think. <clears throat> the novum of immortality and you know lack of uh, lack of punishment. You know it's <coughs> it's there. It's there. It's there. Quick. Um, but I thought it was a fun ride. You know, it was weird. It's a weird movie, and I dig them. So, um, but if you don't, if you don't want to see pus coming out of a weird like boob in a weird with someone with a crazy demon mask on in a series of very fast, quick-cutted orgy scenes with monsters with twisted faces. Probably not for you, um, but it's pretty good. Anyway, all right, there you go. Infinity Pool, it's playing right now. If it's in a theater near you, you can check it out. If not, well, don't. We still got it at theaters near us, and I will try to watch that again. Uh, maybe Wednesday or Thursday or something like that, because I, I do. I just want to see it. I like Cronenberg-y weird <clears throat> movies. They're fun. Oh, uh, Vince redeemed takes a sip. I think I need one of those after two reviews. Um, I'll I'll do double next week. I'm not going to drink any alcohol and get in a car and drive in the slicks. So um, I'm sorry. I will I will I will double down next week. I will remember. Um, plus, I don't have any alcohol near me, but I I am more responsible than you think I am, and I will not get into a car after drinking. Uh, and there's ice on the road. But thank you for redeeming points. I will yeah, remember thanks, next Vince. week. Yeah, last thing you need is to go off road in the cops. Like, hey, you okay? Oh, hey, <laughs> get out of the car. Yeah. Um. Hey. Okay. Yeah. So my next movie, uh, and the one that I watched, uh, this weekend, uh, for the show is uh the big international release. This one is a Hindi movie. It is Bollywood. I watched Patan, starring Shah Rukh Khan. 
uh, and man, Shah Rukh Khan is such a big star. Uh, I went and got uh, Indian food from one of our local Indian restaurants. Oh, you restaurants. went the whole nine? No, well, <clears throat> not for the movie, uh, but oh. I got some yesterday uh, just because I was hungry for it. And I was like, oh, can I get a thumbs up too? Thumbs up's like an Indian Coke. And they have Shah Rukh Khan cans, and I meant to bring it. I forgot to grab it. Uh, but uh, it, it has uh, Shah Rukh Khan and I don't know this this girl's name, uh, Topeka Padukone. They're, they're like the two main ones. Uh, and what I didn't know going into this, but uh, what I learned watching it is that this is part of the spy universe that uh, Yasraj Films is doing, which includes Once There Was a Tiger, Tiger Returns, and War. Because they advertise they it. They put Tiger in that title? No, so Tiger's a character. Oh, okay, gotcha. Played by Salman Khan. Uh, Salman Khan, huge Bollywood star, uh, one of the biggest stars in India. Him and Shah Rukh Khan are like the two biggest stars in in India. Um, but it uh, it advertised itself as from the people that brought you War, and War is a movie that I watched and reviewed on this show uh, with Ritik Roshan and Tiger Shroff, uh, and it's like face off basically, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, War was like. Uh, face off mission impossible kind of a, a movie uh and um patan is very much like that in that it is like mission impossible the movie uh in in one thing you kind of see that connection of this spy universe that they have going on with is that it's the same thing it's raw versus isi so uh india spies versus uh, pakistani uh spies and uh they have to end up working together kind of a thing because uh, both of the tiger movies and Patan have that same kind of thing uh, Patan is almost kind of like a uh, re-envisionment of the tiger movies a, okay. a little bit so it's it's about a raw agent for India and an ISI agent for Pakistan and they like come together slash uh, they're attracted to each other and and have to work together but maybe they're going to betray each other uh kind of a thing and they they travel the world and and they're they're trying to stop jim jim is like this truly outrageous <laughs> well he's just like they call me jim uh played by john abraham he's he's like a, a former um india spy and they just they left him high and dry. They left him hanging because he did this mission. He stopped these like pirates. And um, after that, they found his family, which was his wife who was pregnant with his unborn child. So they caught him and his wife, and then they just emptied an AK-47 into his pregnant wife oh in, God. in front of him after they beat the hell out of him because India would not pay the ransom for him that they were demanding kind of a thing. And so they left him alive and just like brutally sawed his wife in half with, with a machine or like a a assault rifle, like right in front of him. So he's like, you know what? India don't care about me. I don't care about India. I'm, I'm going to just be a super evil guy. But so the movie opens up with India, with a real life event of India revoking the, um, uh, self-governance of its portion of, of Kashmir and trying to take all of Kashmir and this general for, for Pakistan just being like screw them I hate it no call Jim and it gets Jim on the phone and he's like bring India <clears throat> down like, whoa 
Yeah, because he finds out he has like two or three years left to live because he has cancer, and he's like, you know what? In my two or three years, You'll do anything. I'm just gonna I'm gonna burn India to the ground. Call Jim, and so uh, to the story of of Patan, you know, it does the time jump thing that mm-hmm. Indian movies definitely do, uh, and and you find out, you know, uh, Patan was this super agent for India. Uh, loyal as can be, he set up this um, like a like an organization basically that works as part of Raw, like Raw adjacent for all of the like soldiers that have been put on the DL. Right, they're mm-hmm. they're on like the injured list because um, he came, he was in a hospital, he had screws in his shoulder and a plate in his foot and all this stuff, and they're like, "You're no good to us. We can't use you anymore. It's time to retire." You're no good to us, dead. And he's like, "I don't think so." I'm Patan, I'm going to do it. And I've assembled all these other guys and we can do things no one else can do. And they're like, well, when do you start? He's like, I already assembled the team. Let's do it. And uh, eventually working with the ISI agent, uh, you know, he does get uh, betrayed uh, and left to rot in Russia when they accidentally steal smallpox. Um, Oops. Yeah. And uh, then he's shipped off to like Russian prison and all this and they kind of leave him to rot for a while but they also send a rescue squad after him and this this is where you find out that it is a tie-in to the spy universe because there's there's cameo and when when that cameo came on screen i was so stoked in in a theater full of indian people as like the only you're the only one that's getting stoked as, as the only non-indian i was i was mad stoked about this whole thing uh, it was the action in this is so good Shah Rukh khan is uh an incredible actor there this one has even less musical numbers there's one Ooh. one in the middle of the movie only one and then one for the end credits that's it you don't even have to watch the one at the end because it's done um but it's nothing but story action uh it was super rad um this the building of this uh spy universe is actually very interesting uh because they don't have to be connected but the way that they connected this one to some of the other ones was very good and i was super stoked about it and but they also used it to be kind of self-aware because they make comments about uh themselves in it and then at the end of the movie there is like a little stinger before the tra- uh, the uh, credits run where they make some commentary about like Bollywood and the future of Bollywood because all of the people in this these movies are getting old like Salman Khan is is pretty old Shah Rukh Khan is older than you think he is older than dude he's like the most ripped dude in <laughs> old, the world old dude ripped. and he's like way too ripped for being an old dude and uh, Ritik Roshan is, is older than what he looks like uh he has no right to be like like that handsome of a man and and be as old as he is. Like Indian movies are crazy, but they are so good. And uh, Patan is in every one of our theaters. Uh, it is a huge international release, big Bollywood movie. Um, but it, it's it has everything that Mission Impossible has. You know, uh, anything that you would want in a Mission Impossible movie, except for like the. Uh, the the mask on the face thing yeah, yeah. is in this one. If you want that, watch War. War has that, um, but the, this one has everything else, and it's so good. 
uh, they run on top of a train. There's like the Fast and Furious thing. Um, there's smallpox in like warheads that they have to no. deactivate. Or like uh, the 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 globes from uh, yes, the smallpox is in globes. Like what, what uh, you, uh, what's the movie with Sean Connery? Yeah, uh, The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. So not yeah. quite like The Rock. They're like this big, and there's two. Whoa, of them. that's a lot of smallpox. But they like they steal scientists and they force them to like yeah uh, reinvent smallpox to make it where it's unstoppable. They have a chase between dirt bikes on ice, and meanwhile, like the chick is on ice skates and she's just like going, and they're they're fighting to get the smallpox. Um, there's jetpack scenes, jetpacks oh, with, hell yeah, with jet machine packs. guns. Uh, Who didn't like jetpacks? The the final fight is in like a house that's built on the side of an uh like an Iraqi or like a Af- Afghani mountain, and it's like sliding down the side of the mountain, and they're like punching each other in this house while it collapses. Uh, it's sick, man. There's there's everything in this movie. Uh, other than having to be in a theater full of people that were texting and talking, and the children running in circles with light up shoes, and one tripped on my foot and then hung on my foot, uh, and then everyone stood in front of the subtitles, which is not nice to the one person that has to read the subtitles. They can't hear what you know, yeah. can't understand. Uh, other than having to be in a theater with people, it, it was a very enjoyable experience. Uh, I I really liked it. I'm very excited to see if they do a movie with tiger uh and uh, uh a cinematic universe well it is a universe it's a spy universe yeah. uh by yash yasraj films which interesting thing about yasraj films is uh they told disney to suck it uh when disney tried to buy them in oh, no 09 sh- no when disney cool. was buying up everything in 09 like when they bought marvel oh, when, uh, when and bob was like gimme 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 and gimme, gimme. and uh uh <laughs> Lucas uh, and everything like that. They're like, "Hey, we want you to be our 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 strong foothold in India." And they're like, "Nah, not nah, not gonna happen." And um, but but if they bring if they bring Salman Khan and Hrithik Roshan and Shah Rukh Khan all together in a movie, it, it could be the most epic thing. And they have all of their characters set up. So in the Tiger movies, his whole thing is he falls in love with the ISI girl. The first movie is them running away and starting a life together. The second one is they have that life, but they get pulled out of it to save, like do a joint effort between Pakistan and India. So Vince has a question on Twitch. He says, uh, I have a question about Indian movies. Since they are so over the top of the action, etc. are they viewed as sort of a comedy or are they done completely straight-faced? Both. Yeah. So that's the thing about them. Uh, there's comedic parts of, of this movie, uh, you know, and but there's very serious parts about this movie. And it's about a very real political problem uh, between India and Pakistan. Uh, and they try to show that, you know, it's also a, a big political commentary that you can overcome differences. They're more alike than they are different. Um, war is not the answer. Why are India and Pakistan even fighting kind of a thing? Uh, very political message in the movie, but it's also high entertainment. Uh, it's it's action. It's romance. There's dancing and singing. There is comedy. Uh, that's a part of most Indian movies. They're three hours long. You put it all in there. You're going to get a little bit of everything. Uh, and I think that's part of why they're, why they're so good. Cause it's not like when Hollywood tries to do that, where they go throw it at the wall and, um, try and give you everything. Uh, they have like a formula figured out that works. Uh, and, and it's a, it's a very good movie. Uh, and it, and it has continued this, the, 
spy universe in a way that makes me want to watch more of them, which Tiger 3 is set to come out in March, maybe? It's, it's coming up soon. Uh, so the, the stuff they did in this movie to tie it to the other movies, because this is the first one that shows you that it is a universe, War had no tie-in with the, ti- the Tiger movies. You know, uh, but this movie kind of brings all of them in. Um, it, it makes me want to see the next one. And like I said, hopefully you get the three main guys from all of these in a movie together. Uh, and I think that that would just blow the roof off of the world. All right it's, on. It's good. Go watch it. It's out there. It's massive. It's only two hours and 24 minutes. Oh, that's it. Uh, just like a Marvel movie. AMC, don't don't watch it at AMC if you can. I hate saying that, but they cut the intermissions out of these movies. Oh, so that's um, just a long yeah. yikes. So uh, if, if you have the another theater. Malco. Yeah, like locally yeah. our Malcos do leave the intermissions in. Uh, I would suggest that if um, that's your thing. But at two hours and 24 minutes, it's a lot shorter than um, yeah, it's Marvel about, about movies. Yeah, it's Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, uh, we're going to move on to our top ten. Uh, we've gonna we, we, we're, we hit our hour. I did want to mention that both the whale and everything everywhere all at once are back in over uh, fifteen hundred theaters nationwide uh, on each. So if, you know if it's in a theater near you, you can check it out while um, their releases are low. We still have the whale here. <clears throat> we do still have the whale here. Uh, but we're going to go through the top 10 movies in America this past weekend, uh, starting with number 10, working our way up to number one. I'm going to turn things over to Jake here. He's going to give you those uh, numbers. So take it away, dude. All right. Uh, number 10, uh, The Wandering Earth. Is that the one that we were thinking of? No, I don't think uh, I, no. Okay. It's only in 142 theaters. So, uh, oh, maybe not. Okay. Uh, the Wandering Earth 2 brought in $1.4 million in its second week out, bringing its domestic total to right at $3 million. Um, then, uh, number nine, infinity pool opening week, two and a half million dollars. Not, not too bad, bad. It's an 1800 theaters. I would have thought maybe more, but at the same time, how many people have really seen trailers and things for that? I don't think they've been running trailers for it. I think it's all just, uh, what you've seen on the internet. Um, then coming in at number eight, the Left Behind series, uh, rise of the antichrist starring, uh, Kevin Sorbo. Right, he loves his Christian movies. Yeah, so Her- Hercules, uh, another one, two and a half million brought in. Uh, I guess it had like an early release because it's brought in three point one total, uh, but only considered one week out, and that's a fathom event. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably not going to stay in the theater for much longer there. Uh, coming in at number seven in its third week out, I didn't realize it had already been three weeks. Uh, three point eight million dollars for Plane. Uh, the new Gerard Butler movie, bringing its domestic total up to $25 million. Probably not what they would have expected from a, a Gerard, Gerard Butler-led Butler action film Yep. Uh, from Lionsgate, so like a, a studio that makes those kinds of movies uh, and usually sees success out of them. Uh, and then coming in at number six, Missing in its second week, $5.67 million, uh, bringing its domestic total to seventeen and a half. Uh, and then hanging in there in its fourth week out, uh, Megan, uh, now at number five, six and a quarter million dollars brought in this past weekend. It's making the money, dude. Well, I think it's because it's like uh, like a guaranteed thriller. Yeah, it's right a now. horror movie that has a TikTok dance in it. I mean, right. uh, $82 million brought in by that one. Uh, I think that one's had the most advertising outside oh, of man, Avatar. Tons, yeah. tons of it. 
Uh, and then coming in number four, a man called Otto actually climbed up from number five, uh, brought in $6.6 million, uh, its domestic total after five weeks, uh, right? Just shy of $46 million. Uh, Vince says, have we seen Megan? Uh, I don't I have, have the interest Megan. in it. Uh, There's other movies that I've been wanting to see. I'll probably end up catching it, but just not right now. Uh, I'm busy watching super rad Indian movies, having a good time, um, and trying to watch Infinity Pool. Um, so, uh, maybe when it's on Netflix or something. Um, coming in at number three in the United States, first week of release, Patan. Uh, $6.8 million. I really would have expected more from it, but... It was only in 695 theaters, just shy of $7 million, and it topped every other movie I've yeah. told you about so far in being... Number three movie in America, only in 1,000 theaters. That's pretty wild. Being in less than half of any of them except for The Wandering Earth, which was only in 142 theaters. Uh, but less than 700 theaters, $6.8 million, uh, bringing its domestic total to nine and a half. Um, so I guess it got a little bit of a, I think some things were given a little extra, extra days. Day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then a holding tight at number two, Puss in Boots and it's sixth week out, 10 and a half million brought in this weekend. Uh, so it's a domestic total, $140.7 million. I think what that was is there was a lot of bad weather around and people needed something to do with their kids. Uh, so they took them to the movie theater and then, uh, Staying at number one, Avatar, Way of Water, brought in $16 million. More money. More money. It's domestic total, $620.8 million. It has crossed its $2 billion threshold already. Uh, Now everything is uh, profit for the movie, according to James Cameron's Mm, interviews. More of those forever. It did it. Who would have thought, especially on that first week when it opened, everyone's like, oh, of course it failed. Avatar failed. No one wants to watch it. It's crap. <laughs> and then like two days later. People it, keep seeing it. Well, yeah. it made a lot of money, so I guess I have to. Yeah, two days later, everyone's like, wow, runaway success, Avatar. But y'all remember, you remember uh, seven weeks ago when when all of the internet was like, it's a failure. There's no way it'll make this two billion. James Cameron's crazy. Why did he think this would work? And then like three days later, they're like, oh. Avatar success, just like we told you it would be. So there it is. There it is. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna get out of here. It's freezing cold in the studio, um, <clears throat> so we're gonna we're gonna shut her down. Get back to our warm homes, um, and hopefully drive safe and get there in one piece. But um, don't forget to like and subscribe. Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. You can catch the show live every week. You can download the podcast wherever it is you download the podcast and get the audio version of this only. If you want to keep the conversation going, like Vince just threw up in the Twitch uh, comments there, you can join us on our Discord. You can uh, chat with all the the people that are in the comments there. Everybody joins in and talks about movie stuff. So, uh, furious apology. Thanks for making it in. No problem. Glad to be here. Um, you know, we've, we've missed enough shows in January, so we wanted to make sure yeah. that we, we came up here. Plus, again, no longer sick. Yeah. No more parties. So, uh, made, uh, I, I like driving in the snow a little bit, so it gave me an excuse to see, see what we could do. But anyway, all right, guys, we're out of here. Thanks for tuning in. I, of course, am Bo, the Boom Operator. I'm Slick Doggy, the Grip. And we'll see you guys next week. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, 
please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you. <laughs>